I remember sitting in the doctor's office as I received my son's diagnosis. I I sat there listening as the doctor tried explaining what infantile spasms were. You know, it's uh, comorbidities. Well, it's actually a big medical word for uh, a disease or medical condition that simultaneously coexists with another pre-existing disease in a patient. And then he wrote out some prescriptions and tests and gave me an appointment for a physiotherapy session. And then he gave me another appointment for a session with him. So as I left the doctor's office that day, I was battling with a whole mix of emotions, ranging from anger, frustration, confusion, to hopelessness, and a very deep feeling of uncertainty. You know, I kept asking myself, so what's next? And where do I go from here? You're listening to Seizure Care Podcast, your one-stop show for everything seizures, convulsions, and epilepsy in children. Here we try to discuss topics that range from, you know, best practices to latest advancement in the management and treatment of seizures in children. I am your host, Dr. Chigi. I'm the founder of Seizure Support Foundation, a non-for-profit organization dedicated to bridging information and treatment gaps in the management and treatment of seizures. We are also passionate about ensuring that children with learning disabilities due to seizures live a normal, balanced, and a productive life. Through our podcasts, we hope to spark up conversations and build a community around seizures and epilepsy. The emotional roller coaster experienced in the first time getting your child's diagnosis is, I believe, one short phenomenon that most parents in, in this category can actually relate to. Management of seizures and, of course, its treatment is not as robust in Africa as is obtainable in the Western world. Uh, partly because the medication spectrum is often limited to a few drugs, so you really cannot play around the drugs because they are limited. And of course, the patient-to-doctor ratio is not encouraging in Africa. And then supporting therapies are almost non-existent and very expensive. So one can appreciate the high level of anxiety and apprehension when a parent is slammed with a diagnosis as grave as seizures and epilepsy. I remember I kept asking myself questions and wondering if my son will ever get to do the things that his mates are given to doing just because of this disorder. What if the drugs aren't able to control the seizures? What if he's unable to ever achieve his milestones? You know, what if, what if, what if? Having been in this game for eight years now and having recorded some successes, in today's episode, I will be sharing a few tips that will help you navigate your child's seizure management and treat and treatment. Please do stay tuned. Tip number one, make research your second nature. Recalling my personal experience, I remember the doctor wrote down some prescriptions, uh, medications that will help control the seizures. And then he recommended a test called EEG, 
electroencephalogram test, which is meant to track the brain waves and understand um, if there are things that are called hypsarrhythmia, you know, happening in the brain. He also recommended a physiotherapy session to encourage his motor skills because at a year and a half, he was yet to walk. Then personally, I, I got busy researching. I researched the disorder. I researched its attendant limitations. I researched comorbidities, management and treatment. Everything I could lay my hand on on the topic I read. I learned so much about it that I got to know about people, you know, specialists that are called speech therapists and occupational therapists, whose interventions are targeted at, you know, improving on the child's spoken language, speech and behavior. I also found out about diets and vitamins that could help the children in this category. You know, other interventions that I learned about are even yet to be popularized in Nigeria, like the vagus nerve stimulation uh, procedure and the use of uh, controversial medications like cannabis in the treatment of seizures. Armed with the medication, you know, meant to control the seizures, physiotherapy to help with the motor skills, I also went in search of um, an occupational speech therapist to help with his speech and his behavioral skills. I kept researching other interventions that will help with his cognition and learning, you know, abilities. Quite recently, I stumbled upon an application that, you know, that is evidence-based, you know, its techniques have been proven to give results, its efficacy in teaching even nonverbal children. Actually, spoken language, writing skills, behavioral and social skills, life skills, everything is actually in that app. I'm trying it out and uh, definitely will update us on uh, successes in the course of time. It actually pays to research. So I encourage you to get off, get your bags off the wall and go grab that knowledge that you need to help your child. Tip number two. Commence therapy immediately. In the management and treatment of seizures, delay is very dangerous. Because the longer it takes to commence therapy, the more damage the seizures cause. Let me also reiterate that there are different types of therapies that work together in the management and treatment of seizures. The first, and I believe the most important, is chemotherapy. This involves the use of drugs and medications to arrest and control seizures. The major aim of treatment is to stop seizures entirely in a child. Because when the seizures are controlled, some of the milestones are easily achieved. The second of it all is physiotherapy. This involves the use of massages, physical exercises, and sometimes heat and other tools, you know, to jolt the muscles on the brain to accept and give instructions to function, thereby aiding the physical and motor skills of the child. The third being speech therapy. Special interventions usually administered by a speech or an occupational therapist is aimed at helping the child with his speaking skills and his spoken language. Armed with the different types of interventions, I encourage you to spring into action. Talk to your doctor, talk to your local support group networks, 
to find out if there are speech therapists or occupational therapists around your area. Go online and find out if there are therapists that are willing to take on your case remotely. Ask questions and get these interventions for your child as soon as possible. Tip number three, a positive mental attitude. Remember I spoke about the emotional uh, trauma experience, you know, on getting your child's diagnosis. The psychological pressure mounts more so as you keep asking yourself certain questions that you probably have no answers to. So here's how I was able to make the switch from fear to faith, from anxiety to audacity, and from apprehension to a positive mental attitude. I simply changed the questions I was asking myself. I realized I was actually asking the wrong questions. So rather than ask, what am I going to do now? Ask, how can I make the most of this situation? What lessons can I learn in this situation? What are the requisite skills and know-how I need to navigate this situation? Rather than ask, will my child ever be able to live a normal life? Ask, how can I help my child live a normal, balanced and a productive life? In fact, our vision as Seizure Support Foundation states that we believe that normal, balanced and productive living is possible for children challenged by seizures and epilepsy. And people, this is hard work. It's hard mental work. Because each time the child has an episode, you have to reassure yourself of your stand and belief. Each time he or she fails to attain a milestone, you have to remind yourself of your vision for that child. So it's a constant personal reminder to keep a positive mental attitude. Secondly, aside imbibing a positive thought pattern and mindset, it is very important to also imbibe constant positive affirmations in words. So now there are two sides to a positive mental attitude. Positive thoughts and positive words. But you can start with either of them. You know, it could start with you speaking out what you believe regardless of prevailing circumstances. You keep talking greatness and achievements concerning your child and you say it so much, a time comes you begin to believe it. Or you can work on your thoughts to accept the positive mental picture you have for your child. You think it so much over time, it overflows into the choice of words you apply concerning your child. So here are Seizure Support Foundation's uh, positive affirmations for brain healing. Number one, I command wholeness to the cerebral cortex and cerebral hemisphere of my child. Kindly attach your child's name to that portion. Name your child's name. Two, I speak to the areas of deficiency in my child to become adequate and every oversecretion over exertion and hips arrhythmia be balanced right now. Three, I speak to my child's brain cells to begin to process higher mental functions that he or she couldn't handle before. Four, I command that my child begins to display extraordinary capacity for discernment, impulse, and emotional regulations. Five, 
I command that my child begins to exhibit higher cognitive abilities, thinking, reasoning, and mental retentions. For more on these brain healing affirmations, do visit our Facebook page at Seizure Support Foundation or our Instagram page at seizure underscore support underscore foundation. Tip number four, demystify seizures and epilepsy. I believe that this point actually stems from having a healthy and a positive mental attitude. As your child gets older and becomes more and more aware of his environment, Find ways of explaining his conditions to him. Tell the child of, yes, his inadequacies, but also inform the child of his or her potential as an individual. Help your child see the abilities in the seeming disability. By so doing, the child is raised with a healthy opinion of himself or herself and he or she is not bullied or intimidated into thinking that they are less of who they really are. So please find ways to demystify their condition and give them the opportunity as well as the approval to succeed. And finally, tip number five, take time for yourself. Join a support group. The good thing about support groups is that they also cater for parents' mental and you know psychosocial well-being. Allow yourself time away from your many responsibilities and you know help avoid caregiver burnout. Something actually called caregiver burnout is a thing. Because if you get burned out, it will affect both you and your child so take time relax you know do the things you love once in a while unwind okay so that you don't get tired or burnt out both physically and mentally so before i let you go my darlings i have to answer a question sent in by a lady from worry delta state here in nigeria and she asks please do you have a seizure care class or group that I could join to follow your discussions in real time. Well, we, we hope to start a seizure care support group uh, class comprising uh, parents, caregivers, health professionals, uh, seizure advocates, uh, and the like. It's actually going to be an online group where one can ask and receive answers to questions and instructions too. So please, I advise you stay tuned. And we have not really commenced because we are hoping to do so as soon as we have enough individuals on ground. However, you can um, listen to Seizure Care Podcasts on Spotify and on Anchor. You could also join our Facebook community to get updates and episodes of Seizure Care Podcasts. Thank you for giving me 15 minutes of your precious time on the show. We have come to the end of today's uh, episode of uh, the podcast. I really trust that you were impacted and you learned something new. We would really love to hear from you. We would like to hear your comments and your suggestions. And yeah, of course, your questions. 
I'm sure there are some questions that uh, you are really uh, hoping that will be answered. So please send in your questions too. We hope to answer them sometime during our show. So uh, our question and answer segment actually will be coming up on subsequent episodes. So please do well to send your questions so you can do that by following us on facebook that is at seizure support foundation and on instagram that is at seizure underscore support underscore foundation also be be sure to invite someone who you know that is going through this challenge to listen in on our conversations subscribe follow and share on social media it has been a great time thank you so much thank you once again for your time do tune in next week cheers